You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I am coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket, Rocket can. Happy Monday night to you. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard and everybody listening all over North America. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is when we get started. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. I hope you had an even better Monday. We got a lot to do. Monday Night Football is going on right now. I'm sure you've seen it. You'll probably know it by now that Kyler Murray is out or went out. And at halftime right now, the Arizona Cardinals leave the New England Patriots 13-10. Kyler Murray going down, non-contact injury to his right knee. Third play of the game. Kyler Murray also has missed the past two games with a hammy. And just to come back and right at the beginning of the game be carted off the field towel overhead a bad situation for Kyler Murray we'll talk about that momentarily we had some big games and 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 just wild things happening over the weekend the Carolina Panthers look like a competent football team the Detroit Lions look like a competent football team like what what world are we living in right now Russell Wilson he went down oh man he got he got knocked silly. The Bills uh, hold on to beat the Jets. They beat the living hell out of Mike White is what they do. And then Tom Brady eviscerated. Tyler Huntley has a, a head injury. This, there's a lot of dudes that went down. Debo Samuel, he got hurt in yesterday's game, that beatdown that they gave the Buccaneers 35-7. to and, and we'll get there. We got a lot to do. Shep, how are you, man? You doing good? Doing good, Jared. Thank you for asking. Always great to be with you, my friend. Happy to hear. Happy to hear. Here's the deal. If you want to talk to me throughout the process of the show, we got four hours here. The phone number, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can find me online at JR Sport Brief. Same thing on Instagram, at JR Sport Brief, and also on Facebook. If you follow me on social media, you already know what we're going to talk about. Because it's been it's been shared, it's been tweeted out, and and we'll get to Kyler Murray. This is just uh, I can't think of a worst way to start your season or your brand new contract. We know he just got that five year extension, two hundred and thirty million dollars, and since he signed on the dotted line, it's like nothing is is going to plan for him. Nothing. He was criticized from the minute that he signed it. They wanted to put a clause in his contract about his his commitment to the game and. And that he studied enough, it's like, whoa. They had to remove it. He had to defend himself. People make call of duty jokes. It's just a 
a sad situation. He goes down this year. The cards haven't really been healthy this year. The team sucks. And he comes back and he goes down. And so I don't imagine that we'll have a full update on the status of his knee. If there's anything torn in there, is it an ACL, an MCL, a PCL? I have no idea. But we'll find out tomorrow. We know this for sure. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury was asked early in the game with one of these sideline reports about Kyler Murray, and he made it very clear he's not coming back this game. And I don't think it would take a, a rocket scientist to figure uh, that one out. So all the best to Kyler Murray. I'm sure by the time tomorrow rolls around, we'll have more information. Now, having said that, I'll repeat, at halftime, the Arizona Cardinals, they lead the New England Patriots at home. The score right now is 13-10. to 10. New England currently at 6-6, six and six, trying to play off to hold on to some playoff hopes in Arizona. They have a record of 4-8. and eight. They're not trying to do anything this season, but hold on to their jobs, mostly Cliff Kingsbury, and also play spoiler to a lot of these other teams in the league. Speaking of playing spoiler, I think that's where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers might actually end up. They now have a record of 6-7. and seven. They are still at the top of, of their division, the NFC South, because there's so much crap. But in, in a, I don't want to say, parallel universe, is there a possibility that the Bucks get jumped by the Panthers? Probably not. But if they keep playing like they did yesterday, where they got smashed by the 49ers, they may be watching at home. Tom Brady might be sitting at home watching the playoffs just like everybody else. And if he does make it in, which is most likely, they're going to get kicked out. The 49ers are the hottest team in football. Unfortunately, Debo Samuel went down with a, a knee injury yesterday. We didn't know if it was his knee, his ankle, and the news is better than anyone would have imagined. It's only an MCL sprain and an ankle sprain. He got injured on a rushing play. Jerry Rice actually went online and said, why are we rushing this guy? He's such an amazing weapon. And the 49ers proceeded to beat down the Bucks 35-7. to Even Purdy went out there and had an amazing game, completing 16-21 to passes, 185 yards, two touchdowns. He got hurt with an oblique. He's supposed to play the next game against Seattle. Debo should only be out probably a month. And the 49ers have now won six consecutive games. Their defense is ranked number one. Ask Tom Brady about that. Christian McCaffrey balled out of his damn mind. 119 yards rushing, a touchdown. Had another touchdown in the air. Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel before he went down, had a touchdown. They're whooping everybody's ass. And everybody is bigging up Brock Purdy like nobody's business. His teammates are bigging him up. The coach is bigging him up. You have this guy who who got his first career start. He went out there and he was able to say, hey, I beat Tom Brady in my first NFL start. And Kyle Shanahan, he loves Brock Purdy. Listen to him tell it. I'm just happy that um, he was able to go out there and perform at the level a lot of us thought that he was capable of. And, I mean, I know the players felt that way, the coaches felt that way, and guys played really good around him too. And uh, I was just happy for him because it's kind of what we see from him. I'd be happy too. 
They didn't expect for this man to see the football field at all this year. They had Trey Lance out there, and he goes down to an ankle. And then you had Jimmy Garoppolo holding it down. Looked like he was going to help hold it down all the way to potentially another Super Bowl, and then he goes down. And now you got a rookie in Brock Purdy. Most of America has never heard of this guy before two weeks ago. And he might be able to just steady the ship. You know, sometimes it comes to a point where, where someone is in a situation and they're, they're too stupid to know better. And, and stupid is probably not the right word, but I think you get my point. No expectations. You're just thrown into the fire. You don't have too much time to think. You're just, you're just going out there and acting. You're going out there and reacting. You're just going out there doing your damn job. And so Brock Purdy, knowing that he just got this gig, he says, man, I'm not, I'm, I'm not being satisfied. I'm not being complacent. He's trying to improve. Listen. For me, I just kept telling myself, dude, this thing ain't over with that guy on the other side of the field. You know, I just wanted to keep putting up points on the board however many times we could, um, knowing, you know, this dude's made all these comeback, crazy comebacks in his career. So I didn't want that to happen in my first game, you know, as a starter. Now, you can keep that in the back of your head. I was watching this game, and I said to myself, this, this crap is over. Tom Brady, they said after the game, he didn't even take a shower. He just he threw on some clothes, and he, he kissed his family in the, in the tunnel and got on the bus to fly back to Tampa. Tom Brady is too through with this crap. They actually switched the game off. Fox. And they switched it over to the Carolina Panthers. That's how crap this game was. They turned off a Tom Brady game and just moved everybody on over because it was an ass whooping. 35 to nothing. Oh, yeah, congratulations to the Bucks. They were able to put up a, a, a touchdown at the end of the game. Congrats, Russell Gage. They didn't do anything. It's sad. This whole season is sad. And the Buccaneers might still make the playoffs at 6-7. and seven. There's, there's penalties all over the place. People are dropping passes. and Tom Brady's like, yeah, this, this season has been complete garbage. Everyone's got to play better. But, you know, we're just not playing. We just have not played consistently well very often. We haven't played it for four quarters. We played it a little bit. Uh, at times, uh, not today at all, but some games where play well for five minutes and don't play well for 55 minutes. Yeah, it's it been garbage. He can't say it, but he's, if you watch the games, he's demonstrative enough. Tom Brady needs to be an actor. I mean, some of his, his, his body language and some of his, uh, how demonstrative he is. He needs to get into acting. I know he has that Fox job waiting on him whenever he retires, but damn. That's a stressed individual. That's a stressed out man. And so the Buccaneers, they're still at the top of the NFC South, the terrible NFC South. They got smashed by the 49ers, and it looks like the 49ers are still going to be able to go through the rest of the season and and, and kind of hold on. They will. They got a record of 9-4. and four. They're not going to fall out of the playoffs. It's just a matter of how long or, or what Brock Purdy is going to do.
to keep them there. Debo Samuel should be back at the end of the season, or at least right at the end, maybe the last game of the year. And the 49ers, they, they might actually still be dangerous with Brock Purdy. I thought that they were going to fall into the toilet, that their defense was going to have to do most of the work to keep them alive, and that is probably still the case. But Brock, Brock Purdy is probably going to be able to contribute more than anyone thought or more than anyone would have imagined. And for the Buccaneers, man, they, they ain't stand a chance. Tom Brady had to throw the ball 55 times yesterday just to come up with that one touchdown at the end of the game with Russell Gage. Tom Brady didn't come back for this crap. And who knows where he might be next season. He's going to be a free agent. Is Tom Brady done? Is he sticking around? I certainly heard the rumors, people asking, hey, you going to come play for the 49ers next year? You're going to come be a bridge for for Trey Lance? Imagine if Tom Brady was on this squad. The Buccaneers' offensive line is ravaged. Mike Evans is is back with a a case of the drops. Tom Brady is frustrated. Todd Bowles looks miserable all by himself. And at 6-7, the season for the Bucs, it can't end soon enough. And it actually might be punctuated with the Buccaneers going into the playoffs and getting punched in the mouth. You heard Brock Purdy talk about, oh, man, I I know Tom Brady on the other side. I have to think about a comeback. No, man, there wasn't going to be no comeback. This wasn't the Saints from last week. Tom Brady wasn't going to add comeback number 45. All Tom Brady could do was just wait for the bleeding to stop to get this game over with. It was nice to see him get smacked around. He could have got sacked a few more times by my liking. He only got sacked twice. Congratulations to the 49ers and Brock Purdy. And I mean, we just can't get rid of Tom Brady soon enough if you ask me. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We got a lot to do the rest of the night. When we come back, I'll talk more about Tom Brady. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the 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 Panthers. Can they actually do something? We'll get into the Chiefs, the Bills. We'll talk about the Vikings. Unfortunately, we'll talk about these injuries. We got a lot to do. 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show just getting started here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Just told you, you just actually heard from Tom Brady about that beatdown that they got yesterday at the hands of the 49ers, 35-7. to the 49ers beat the Bucks out in the Bay Area, out in Santa Clara. The 49ers have won six consecutive games. 
Uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks fall to six and seven. Uh, I feel like it's as a punishment for them to go into the postseason. I know you can never say never, especially with Tom Brady at the helm. Uh, but these Buccaneers are going absolutely nowhere. They go to the postseason and get smoked. I'm just going to laugh. And I'm going to think about Tom Brady and his 40-day retirement. And who knows, maybe he decides to to come back next year and, and play for the 49ers. We have no idea. I, I now also want to kind of switch gears quickly and talk about the college ranks. I think most of us were were pretty surprised this morning when we found out that Mike Leach, formerly of Texas Tech, Mr. Air Raid himself, currently the head coach of Mississippi State, that he has been hospitalized and he's in critical condition. We have no idea what the particular issue is or was early this morning. And unfortunately, when you have uh, situations like this, people tend to start flipping off at the mouth and on Twitter, you know, ridiculously fast. Uh, there were, were messages and Shep, this it was actually a full trend, uh, RIP, which is it's not accurate as far as we know. Oh no! At, at this time, and then the person who tweeted and shared it had to apologize. So, as as far as we know, Mike Leach is is still hospitalized and he's in critical condition. Uh, we don't know what the health issue is, but we uh, there have been messages for people to keep his family uh, in your prayers and in your thoughts. Uh, so. We'll see what takes place there, but we talked about this right before we went on air, Chef. Just everybody is just always rushing to be, I don't know, first is is, is that the word or, or want to break news or people just don't know when to leave well enough alone. Let the man and his family have their time with him, you know? I hope John Heyman is listening right now, JR, uh, because oh, this is apropos no. John Heyman and Aaron Judge. You know exactly what I'm referring to two weeks ago. Oh, the 49 he said he not the 49ers. He was going to the Giants and he had to you know kind of backtrack. Exactly. And you know the reality is JR Mike Leach is is he's one of the great personalities in all of sports. I mean the, the three coaching stints and what he did at Washington and, and you know Texas Tech I've obviously back in the Bob Knight days, you know that that pales in comparison in terms of what this guy is as a personality, what he is as as a mentor to these young men. I mean he really cares deeply about the players. You don't always get that in today's game. And he's he's one of the all-time great quotes in, in, in the history of sports, not just college football. So obviously prayers go up to him, JR. But to, to your point, um, everyone wants to beat everyone else to the punch, but that doesn't always bode well. And obviously when you're talking about a man or a woman's life, that just looks bad. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's everyone who's associated personally with that individual. You know, I think sometimes people tend to forget that these are human beings. They're not just subjects or, or celebrities or, or people of note, like they, they have families, they have friends. And so Mike Leach at, at 61 years old, not, not old by any stretch of the imagination to find out that he has been hospitalized and is in critical condition is, was certainly uh, a shock this morning. Something else that, that was a shock. I don't know what's going on with people, uh, you know, individuals related to Texas tech on the end on the other end of the spectrum, I should say that Chris Beard, former Texas Tech basketball coach, now uh, current, I say current with, uh, I don't know how long it's going to be current, current right. Texas coach, uh, Chris Beard, he was arrested for a strangulation of a, of a female family member. Uh, his lawyer is being said that these allegations are not true and 
Uh, I have no idea. I just know if all of this comes to be true, the police report says there were bruises, etc. Some of these things you, you just can't make up. If it is found to be true, and he's currently actually right now this minute suspended without pay there's there's no way he should be able to lead a college a basketball program with with these charges uh just hanging over his head and i'm sure that texas is gonna do its due diligence and and let things play out he shouldn't be here he shouldn't get paid and if it is found to be true then he shouldn't coach at texas he should go and and figure out what else to do he should be locked up for some time so I don't know what the deal it is with with former Texas Tech uh, head coaches, but they're certainly in the news for different reasons. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Jason is calling here from Mississippi. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Jason, what's on your mind? Man, what's going on, JR, man? As usual, um, love, man. I love what you do, bro. And uh, it, it sounds real good to hear this you know, from you and what you do, you, you the perfect man for the job, bro. But uh, I got a few things that I want to highlight you about, man. One is um, Deion Sanders. I couldn't get your full take on it. Somebody actually hit me the night that you was discussing it in the car. But um, just wanted to get your outlook on it, man, and what you think about it. Um, I honestly think that he kind of led us to the wrong, like he, kind of led us to thinking he was trying to do something else and he did another thing and I feel like he um once he did get out there and you know got to Colorado and all this I feel like Jackson State was here before he got to like I feel like he needed us just just, he needed Jackson State just as much as Jackson State needed him Hmm. but I'll take your uh okay your things out there and also Mike Leach he is in Jackson he they transported him down here and from what they're saying, he had a heart attack, and he's just in critical condition right now. Okay. Well, we'll and see. one more thing. Well, oh, it's to... a lot of things, Jason. Uh, okay, is... okay. Very quickly, go ahead. What's the last one? Uh, just your take on this. Uh, what you think about Sean Payton coming back to New Orleans because he's still under contract? I did. Tom I Brady. did. I did. I did hear about that. Are you Tom Brady? Go ahead. This is interesting. Now go ahead. And and Tom Brady come play for him. And he just, okay. He get so, up with Tom and he come well, let play. Me, and that, well, this just this just is this just a, okay. This, well, let me respond, number. Jason. I'm gonna answer all three. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Thank you so much, Jason, for calling from Mississippi. I appreciate it. I know. Let me let me try to go backwards here, Shep. If I forget <laughs> something, let me know. Do I think Tom Brady is going to connect with, with Sean Payton in New Orleans? No. No, I don't. Hell no. I mean, hit me up when it when it happens and, and takes place. If I'm Sean Payton, I'm probably uh, hoping that Brandon Staley gets the boot so I can take over his job with the Chargers. The Chargers are currently sitting in that last wild card spot following the New York Jets loss to the Buffalo Bills. I think Tom Brady has more things and better things to worry about than going over to the Saints and playing for Sean Payton. Uh, when it comes down to, to Mike Leach, I think he mentioned him. Uh, let's, let's relax on. And I hear you can hear whatever you, you, you hear, but I'm not going to repeat or say anything until I have full confirmation. All I know is, is what has said. He's in critical condition at the University of Mississippi Hospital. And uh, all the best to him in, in whatever his situation is. Yeah, he suffered a heart attack. And we'll see what takes place with him. 
first. Uh, Shep, what, what was the first thing he asked me now? he got. I got two out of three. What was that first one he asked? Yeah, the first thing oh, was Deion. how you feel about Deion Sanders basically being two-faced and then running out of uh, Jackson as fast as a big contract came his way. Yeah, we, we, we talked about this. And, yes, it, it, it does appear that, that Deion Sanders needed to, quote-unquote, get his feet wet. Uh, would have or would a, a, a big school just given him a gigantic contract right out of the gate without proving himself? No, hell no, not at all. Um, and I said this last week, and, and I'll repeat it again right now. I'm not going to judge Deion Sanders or anyone from you know going out there and, and getting money and, and getting a check and getting paid and for advancing. I will say this. I will certainly criticize Deion Sanders for what he did if he didn't leave roots in the ground. You know, he talked a big game about what he wanted to do, not just for Jackson State, but also HBCUs in the process. He wanted to elevate the players and the programs. Well, are you a one-hitter quitter? Did you just show up and leave? Or did you actually leave roots? You know, did your tenure help out Jackson State and HBCUs? or, Or was this just a blip? And if it's just a blip, it's unfortunate. You know, I don't know what he, quote-unquote, left behind legacy-wise. I don't know if he left coaches. I don't know if he he did anything besides just flat raise awareness in the moment. How about this? You know, Dion is is a very religious man by, by all stretches of the imagination and by what he says. There's that old proverb, and I'm probably going to get it twisted. You can You can teach a man to fish. Or you can just deliver them the fish. Well, did Dion just show up and say, hey, here's some fish? Or did he kind of leave something lasting where they can go out there and get their own fish? I butchered it, but I think you get my drift. What did Dion do in the long term? He's always primarily been about himself. And did he show up and do what he said he was? Yeah. But he kind of shortchanged everybody in the process. I'm not mad at him for for moving along personally or professionally, I should say. But man, he did a whole lot of talking about elevation. He didn't promise anybody anything. He didn't say he was going to stick around for X amount of time. But man, he did a lot of talking about elevation just to leave so quickly. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Manny is here from Flushing, New York. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Manny, you're live. How you doing, bro? I'm good. Go ahead, Manny, quickly. Good, man. Um, yeah, this Texas coach, in my personal opinion, he should not be coaching ever again because you can't be a leader of men and be and act like a dumbass for, for, for hating somebody. I mean, if, because we live in a world where when an athlete gets in trouble, he's going to be blasted by everybody in the media. He's going to be talked about all day. But now you have this, I mean, now you have this, um, you know, this, this coach, you know, you know, being part of the Mexican violence. It's not a good look. I mean, it shows that, you know, you know, probably sell a different standard than coaches. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I mean, for a college situation, you, you talked about a, a leader of men. Yeah, these are, these are young men. And, I mean, I couldn't imagine being, you know, one of these, these young men's parents and I, I think everyone would certainly have to be in shock, you know, finding out about this arrest. He's currently out of police custody. He's, he's paid and set his, his bond, his bail. He's paid his bail. And he's out. 
And the police report says that the woman says that uh, she was choked. He, she was thrown off a bed. He was, she was bit. Lord. Thrown around. So his lawyer says pretty much the opposite. The lawyer says the complainant wants the charges against Beard dropped. Uh, should have never been arrested. The complainant wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. This is truly inconceivable. So if you are Texas... They put out a statement and they pretty much said we take matters of interpersonal violence involving members of its community seriously. Given the information, they've suspended him without pay until further notice. And so we have to see how this bears out. Uh, obviously, something took place to the extent of, of what it is. We're, we're not sure. And, you know, one way or the other, University of Texas might say no thank you to Chris Beard, regardless of, of what happens. But. We'll find out soon enough. I appreciate you, Manny. Thank you so much for calling up from Flushing. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Just a, a lot of unfortunate news that's come down the pipe here. Man, if you were watching football, Tom Brady getting beat up wasn't the only thing that was unfortunate. We saw, we've seen quite a few massive hits over the past 24 hours, whether it's Mike White with the New York Jets, I think that guy's invincible, or whether you saw the, the ridiculous uh, hit that, that Russell Wilson took that drove him into the ground, and then obviously tonight, Kyler Murray. We're going to talk about some of those hits and some of these injuries on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking about you personally, I think you're terrific. I really do. I'm a devotee of sports radio, 70 years old, all over the country. I've listened to a lot of them, and you're right up there. You really do a great job. I appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, let's let's talk about something positive from the world of, of college sports. It took place on Saturday night. Congratulations to Caleb Williams walking away with the, the Heisman. No shock, no surprise. I actually said that here on Friday. Not that this was, uh, you know, something that, that was going to take anybody or the world by storm. When you think about the competition that was there, whether it was Max Duggan or C.J. Stroud, Stetson Bennett, who's old as dirt, uh, Caleb Williams with his 4,000 yards passing, 37 touchdowns, and 10 touchdowns on the ground. There was there was no doubt that he was going to go out there and uh, win the Heisman despite losing to Utah twice. I think the fact that he was able to gut out that, that last game against Utah, even though they lost with that, that busted-up hamstring, I don't think that did anything but kind of boost his chances of winning the Heisman. And so many congratulations to to Caleb Williams, 20 years old, being the latest Heisman Trophy winner. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I, I feel that this weekend in the NFL has been dominated, unfortunately, 
by injuries and massive hits and big hits and and just physical abuse all over the damn place. I was watching the Buffalo Bills and the Jets yesterday. The New York Jets and Buffalo Bills, they're playing in the snow, they're playing in the rain, and it wasn't, wasn't all that interesting of a game. It was, it was a punt city to start the game off. We didn't have a score until the end of the first half. Dawson Knox was able to score a touchdown with 26 seconds left, and then the New York Jets were just trying to hang in there, especially as Mike White was physically abused and knocked down the entire game. There was one particular play where the man was just basically split in half. I'm talking full-on spear to the gut. He, he collapsed like an accordion. He hit the ground. It didn't appear that the man could breathe. He went out the game and came back. And then he got hit again, and then he got hit again. And before he even got snapped in half, Mike White was, he was hit earlier in the game, which leads me to the belief that this guy is just a, a terminator. Mike White is not a human being. It's actually pretty ridiculous, the, the abuse that he took. And now he's day-to-day. Like, people are talking about whether or not Zach Wilson needs to be handed the reins back. And it's just like, nah, if Mike White is going to go out there and play and he can do it and his teammates want it, which I believe they do, let him go. Mike White is a superhuman. Nobody knows how long this is going to last uh, with the New York Jets, this whole Mike White scenario. But damn it, I say keep on riding it. That man is built for tough. And I know he doesn't just have the respect of, of his teammates in the locker room. He has the respect of the fans. He's pretty much everything that that Zach Wilson is not. Zach Wilson comes across as, as full of himself. Uh, he didn't want to take accountability, which you could certainly uh, you know, view as as something that's selfish. And then you might say that he's a he's a spoiled dude, taking number two overall that is just smelling himself. He didn't earn anything, and now he's gotten smacked down. And let's see if he's ready to take the job back when the opportunity presents itself. Meanwhile, the Buffalo Bills, they're on the positive side here. They go 10-3 and three after beating the Jets. The Jets fall out of uh, the, the playoff picture. Not the picture, but they don't hold the spot anymore. The Bills are 10-3. and three. It was a tough game to sit down and watch. You know, not a lot of offense, not a lot of points. And even despite that, Josh Allen, he knows it's, it's important to beat a team like the Jets in their own division. And despite the crap weather, he's like, hey, we could have did better than what we did. They play very hard. They're coached really well. They got some really good players over there. Um, obviously, playing these division games, teams see it twice. They, they kind of know what you like, uh, know what you typically like to do, uh, so they can kind of game plan around that a little more specifically. So, um, you know, early on, wasn't great. I thought second, third quarter, kind of got into a little bit of a rhythm, and uh, we just got to we got to finish better. You know, we got to end end the game with the ball in our hands, and um, you know, not put that much stress on our defense. You know, but our defense played. You know, a heck of a game tonight. I thought they, uh, you know, uh, stepped up. Obviously, the news of Vaughn last week and this and that, but our guys came out and they were fired up and uh, they played really well tonight. They beat the living hell out of Mike White. That's what they did. The New York Jets offensive line. Oh, man. If I was Mike White, what is Mike White going to do? He's, he's just happy and thrilled to have the job. But, I mean, sheesh. I mean, it got smashed. And speaking of smashed, it was only in the afternoon game. 
that that Russell Wilson went viral for all the wrong reasons. He he hit the turf running and, and, and diving, was tackled from behind, head first down into the, the, the grass, and he didn't know where he was. You could see it in his face. It's, it's one of the worst scenes that you get in professional football when someone is knocked out so damn bad they don't know what's going on. And despite this, the Kansas City Chiefs and, and the Broncos, they, they played a good game. Russell Wilson played a good game. Three touchdowns, 57 yards rushing, probably his best game of the season. And despite playing the Chiefs, yes, the Chiefs tough. The Broncos haven't been able to muster points. Their defense did a good job taking a ball away from Patrick Mahomes. And Mahomes had three touchdowns, also had three interceptions. The Chiefs still beat the Broncos 34-28. to the Denver Broncos join the Texans and the Chicago Bears as the only teams that have officially been eliminated from the postseason. So the Chiefs go 10-3. and The Broncos go 3-10. and They miss Russell Wilson. I tweeted this last night. The way that hit looked, there's no reason to bring this dude back for the season. Let, let Russell Wilson, I don't know, just let him sit in concussion protocol to the end of the year until he is fully ready to go it's just a shame that they were they were hanging in there with these chiefs their head coach nathaniel hackett this man might as well already have his bags packed we know he is likely to get the boot from the denver broncos as their head coach despite only having the job for one year Uh, he was proud of what his team did yesterday take a listen we want to win the game. We had a chance to, but but I'll tell you, the fight that these guys have is 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 awesome. Yeah, I'm sure they can continue on the fight. They take on a team that has a an injured quarterback, and God knows if if we'll see him back this season. I don't know the way he went down. It doesn't appear so. The Broncos take on the Arizona Cardinals next. Could be a battle of the backups. Meanwhile, the Chiefs, they got the Texans next up, and I have no idea what the score of that game is going to look like. Hey, Shep, what, what, what would you say that score will be? The Texans got one win. They almost – I'm not going to say they almost beat the Cowboys. They hung in there. They but, almost did, JR. Yeah, they that had – That was too close for comfort for any Cowboys fan. Yeah, they had to, they had to come back, but the Texans are still 1-11. Uh, the Chiefs got them up next. What do you think that score will be? Man, I mean, Lovey Smith, he ain't going to get it done tw- uh, twice in a row uh, in terms of, you know, dealing with the mammoths of the NFL. I think that she, and you know, they're also, they're very disappointed in how they played. Mahomes doesn't have back-to-back mediocre games, and you and I both know. That was a very mediocre game for Patrick Mahomes. Three interceptions? I mean, when do you see that from, from uh, Patty Cakes? Yeah, what's the, what do you think the score is going to be, though? Okay, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what do you think the score is going to be? There you go. Okay, I think the Chiefs are going to run away with it. I, I was giving you the logic behind the running away with it. I just no, didn't I want under- you to give you a plan, okay. you know. Are we talking Coach like what we saw with the Niners? Not, not a not a 35-7, to 7, right? Maybe can we give them 14 well, points? The Chiefs made the Niners look like uh, anything but the Niners. I think the Chiefs are going to be uh, – I give the Chiefs 40. a three-touchdown edge in that game. Okay, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Whatever it is, three three touchdowns make plenty of sense. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, it was a, a tough, ugly game. Uh, he talked about beating a team in his own division, even though they're garbage. 
we go into every season and we say we want to win the AFC West. We want to get home field in the playoffs, and we want to we want to win a Super Bowl. And so, um, hopefully, uh, we continue. I mean, we haven't done it yet. We we win the AFC West. That's our first goal. Um, and it, it's special. I think guys, I want to make sure guys remember that it's special winning divisions. Where's Miss Piggy when you need her? Like this, uh, I'm just saying. I, sometimes Patrick Mahomes, it's like he tries to turn down the uh, the Kermit the Frogness of his voice, and then other times he just I hear him and I go, hey, "It's Kermit the Frog." Look, the, the Chiefs don't have a damn thing to worry about the rest of the year. They want to make sure that their their defense isn't giving up a crap load of points. Uh, their defense is is rather pedestrian. I'd say it's on the average side. And there's an expectation every single game, and I think we've seen this over the past several years, that Patrick Mahomes will bail them out. It doesn't matter what the circumstance, it doesn't matter what the game is, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes' job to deliver the ball down the field, you know, for 300 yards, for 400 yards, and give you three touchdowns. Well, I think that's the only worry with the Chiefs is what happens with their defense. And so maybe the Texans will go out there and put up some points but if I have to think about what this entire season will look like, the remainder of it for the Chiefs, between the Chiefs and the Bills, I think they are likely on another collision course. Maybe this time it will be back for the the AFC title. But then you also have the Bengals who are not too shabby themselves. So all the best to the losers. Russell Wilson, get well soon. Uh, Mike White, man, I, I don't want to try to be that guy breathing right now. And the world will continue to move on. So the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of losers, what world do we live in when the Detroit Lions are actually competitive? What world do we live in where the Lions can be one of the best teams in the NFL and actually move into playoff contention? We're living in the the real world. We're going to talk about the Lions when we come back. It's the JR Sport Reef Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.